and welcome to another episode of What About Now? Or, what about as, now? Rep- as the Republicans are saying, what the fuck do we do now? Uh, run for the hills, panic, uh, re- retire, go to a nice cushy life of working in the private sector, you know, um, joining, I, I read something about Paul K Ryan, Street, Paul Ryan's gonna get a quarter million a board seat or something, he's gonna look for a bunch of board seats. I, I, it's amazing, I, I, I read something like 43 Republicans in the House are retiring or not seeking re-election, unbelievable, 43. That's a good Paul start. Ryan, Paul Ryan being the the, the newest one. Um, this it's been an awesome. incredibly bad week for the Trump presidency <laughs> and for the Republicans. Or, or an incredibly good week for the Democrats. <laughs> Something that my I dad mean, used they, to say to me. Didn't, and they didn't even have to do anything. It's like the, 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 the Democratic strategy right now is just stay the fuck out of the way. Just shut up, yeah, exactly. Just shut up and stay the fuck out of the way. Um, there's something. There's something that my dad used to say to me, an old saying, which was, "Don't let the door hit you in, in the ass on the way out." <laughs> uh. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you with the good Lord split you. That one. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, uh, it's Paul Ryan is retiring. Uh, he is leaving. He's going to step down as Speaker of the House. I read today that it might even happen as early as this summer. That they don't really I thought he was away. just wait 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 wait. I just thought he was not running for re-election. That he was he wasn't quitting. He just wasn't going to run for re-election. He's not running for re-election. This is true, and his term is up in January. But I read that they don't necessarily want to go into the elections with a lame duck speaker of the house. Hmm. So he might actually get replaced this summer. All right, all right. So he would still obviously be an elected member of Congress and still representative for Wisconsin, uh, but he will, would no longer be Speaker. That's something that they're talking about. I don't know the how much of that is actually going to take place, but I, it, it makes sense politically to not want a guy that doesn't isn't going to be there to pay any of the dues come January to be leading the charge in the general yeah. election in November. So... And uh, what else? What other crazy stuff this week? Um, The big Uh, raid, the Michael Cohen, you know, the feds raided Michael Cohen. Um, Two very amazing things that uh, happened uh, just the last couple of days that haven't been getting the the, the play that obviously Paul Ryan and the Michael Cohen raid uh, did. But to me, it just speaks to how lost this man is as president. Is Donald Trump is talking about two things. One, He's talking about rescinding parts of the budget deal that he just signed. That's he's very, right, yeah. very unhappy with it, and he wants to rescind, rescind part of the spending, which Congress is basically saying, uh, no, that doesn't work that way. You Oops. signed a bill. Do- that's it. <laughs> Oops, do-over, Mulligan. Sorry, and, and, guys. And Mulligan number two, which came down today, is apparently Trump has said, you know what? Maybe that TPP wasn't such a bad thing. Yeah, after I heard all. that. I heard that. To what? me, that was the most amazing thing, because not only is that a a reversal of his policy stance, but it's a reversal of a stance that was a key selling point to Trump supporters. It was also a key selling point to Bernie supporters as well. So I don't want to make it just uh, just want to say that people who support Trump can be stupid about things. 
but uh, it was it was a key part of their support for him, and for him to all of a sudden come out and say he wants to walk that back, uh, that's pretty pretty shocking. Um, but it's exactly I well see Darren, I'm shocked that you're shocked because given the craziness, the unpredictability, um, you should be shocked by nothing, absolutely nothing, short of. Trump launching a nuclear attack on on the Martians. Saying, launching all of our nuclear missiles towards Mars. Anything short of that. To be like, yeah, well, you know, I'm not the No, I, you know, he's, he's not sincere about anything. We, we, we know no. that. He, he's possibly the most insincere president that we've seen. Uh, but what, Are you just, including, all right, well, in terms of leaders... He, he's the most insincere leader since the, what was the Earl of Sark? Do you remember the Earl of Sark? No, you have to refresh my memory on that one. That was an old SNL sketch. I believe it was hosted by John Malkovich. That's right. I remember Dana Carvey being in the background. It was a sketch about the Earl of Sark, the guy who invented sarcasm. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was invented by the Earl of Sark. You know, I'm, I'm really digging deep to go. It was like John Malkovich with Dana Carvey as a, as a caster. <laughs> you don't remember the Earl of Sark? I do not recall that one. I may not have seen yeah. it. So yes, he invented That's, sarcasm. The uh, most sin- insincere person since the Earl of Sark. Oh, I'm sure he did. <laughs> uh, oh, no, man. but but you know, I it, it actually brought me to a question that I, I was going to ask last time, but, but we kind of ran out of time. So I want to I want to ask it again. I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate. This is a what about now devil's advocate corner. Ooh, and, and I'm I'm going it. I'm going to put this forth, and I'm going to make my argument, and I want to see what you think. Well, hold my on a second. Argu- As an aside, do we need? Well, I you know I'm not going to do like I'm not going to do music or post production, but we need some sort of like you know some sort of like jingle or whatever for to introduce our segments. You know, like devil's advocate, um, like like you know just somebody to sing a little theme song to our our segment now, unfortunately the only thing that comes to mind right now is sympathy for the devil and we're not going there because you know all the rights and everything could we get could we could we get away with the soundbite of dana carvey saying could it be satan uh, i don't know i guess we could i mean <laughs> well if you if we can't interject it at this point so but what about now <laughs> no, what about now devil, devil's advocate <laughs> wait, wait how about just the, the laugh of the devil <laughs> Ah, that was the devil laughing. That was the devil laughing. Yes. Didn't nearly seem as imposing or scary as I thought it would. But uh, how about how about this? <laughs> he sounds he sounds he sounds a little perverted, but okay, <laughs> sure. You don't think uh, the devil? Wait, 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 wait! You don't think the devil's a pervert? I'm sure he probably is. Yes. With the was it? He has like he has a tail horns and a pitchfork you don't think he's doing something with like one of those three things i'm sure he is okay he is making hitler uh, pick out pineapples to shove on his ass so. <laughs> so. But, <laughs> oh. all right okay so i think the, the, the point to this was that okay yeah so go ahead I, start over Re- reintroduce the segment okay i'm going to introduce what about now's devil Ad- devil's advocate <laughs> <laughs> and the devil's advocate statement that I am going to make is not only is Donald Trump not the worst president ever, 
He's not even the worst president in this century. That's still George W. Bush. Wow. Well, because of essentially what's not happening. I mean, exactly. Other than other 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 than the appointments, think about all the appointments and think about how all the regulations are getting rolled back. Like putting people in charge of agencies that want to like gut the agencies. Completely oh, look. gutting. Was it the was it the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau? Yeah. EPA, etc., etc. Et I, I, I understand completely that. And, and look, I'm not saying that Donald J. Trump cannot be the worst president that we've seen. He still has three years in his term. Hopefully, his one and only term. He still has three years left. But yeah, maybe, my, maybe less but, than but, that. But, cross but, our fingers. And I'm not saying that he hasn't been horribly bad. But what I'm saying is you strip away the bluster and the personality and the tweets and the just... And the, and the pussy grabbing and... Yeah, the... and, 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 the, and the disgusting characteristics of him as an individual. And just and, look... And, uh, and, and, might I add, I just found out today, This is I think this is still in the category of rumor or hearsay or whatever about the, the doorman. It just came out this evening about... They they gave hush money to the doorman. So, something about fathering a, a child with the housekeeper. Did you hear about that today? I have not. Or is this really, really? No, this is, no, I, I, I think it's. I think we're still in the alleged category. Okay. Well, well, let's. But but let me just hold on a second. Remember, I, we were we were talking a little bit before we started because you know the uh, the undertime the you know the what about now un, uh, undertime segment. But uh, talking about how if we can get like the president to yell at us and criticize us, that'd be great because then our our, our listenership would skyrocket. And yes. so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say unequivocal unequivocal shit. I can't I, I actually <laughs> can't say unequivocal. I can't pronounce the fucking unequivocally. E- unequivocally. Yes. Unarguably. In, unarguably. Indubitably. That, <laughs> indubitably that. Unequivocally. I think I got it that time. That, in fact, it's true that he followed an illegitimate child with the housekeeper. Just because I want to get the attention, I want him to threaten to sue me. And then, of course, then I will immediately retract my statement. Oh, okay. If, if he threatens me. But the point is, I want him to threaten me because I, we want the attention and we want the we want that huge, you know, what do they call it, the Trump boost? Mm-hmm. Yes, Donald Trump fathered an illegitimate child with the housekeeper. And the best part is, the housekeeper was Mexican, which means what? his child is half Mexican. Then, wait. I, are you being serious, or are you just make that up? Because I didn't. No, I, I but didn't... I want to get attention, so oh, okay. I have no idea. I didn't hear the story until you said it. So oh, okay, yeah, I was just saying because I actually <laughs> it wasn't mentioned like the ethnicity of the housekeeper. I think we can we can do let let's let's go a little bit off the deep end. But no, let oh, me let me let's let Martian, me go no, it's a Martian. It was a Martian housekeeper. That's why he's going to launch a nuclear attack on Mars. It was he's a Martian a... housekeeper. <laughs> No, let's not let's not go rolling away in fantasy land yet. Let's go back to Devil's Advocate. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, sta- I'm 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 standing by the statement that Donald Trump is not the worst president that we've seen even in this century. It's still okay. W. 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 And, and, okay. and here's why. Now let's take a look at what Donald Trump has done. Okay. He has the main thing he's he has done is gone ahead and done a a ill-advised tax cut and really raised the deficit. Andy which Gorsuch does. Yeah, Andy Gorsuch. No, no. Well, here's the thing. That was happening regardless of which Republican was in there. So that's not Trump. 
He just went with whatever part, whatever his party. That's McConnell's fault. The, 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 uh, Neil Gorsuch is McConnell's fault. It's not Trump's fault. Well, no, the pick, the, the pick itself was Trump's, or do you think the, it was actually him? It was, like, basically people nah, telling him to pick Yeah, they just picked, they told him who to pick. He had no... And that, so it wasn't him and, making and decisions. Whatever I was, think of Neil Gorsuch's policies and politics, he's still more uh, ready for that job or, or more viable for that job than Harriet Meyer was. So, wow. that's, that's, if you want to compare, if okay, you want to compare right. the, those things... Bush even loses on that. He gave, he tried to give us Harriet Meyer. But, yes, uh, Trump... Yeah, I remember that. You don't remember Harriet Meyer? His... No, I said I do. I said I do. I do oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes, yes. I agree. Hold on a second. Not only do I agree with you on this point, I agree with you unequivocally. <laughs> hey! Woo! <laughs> How many times do you think I can work that into tonight's podcast? What do you think? I, it might be the phrase that pays the way you're going, so... <laughs> <laughs> unequivocally? <laughs> But I'm going to make you say the phrase that pays at the end of the show. <laughs> Maybe that, no, that'll be the title. That'll be the, there we go. I think we got our title. Our title is Unequivocably. No, see, that's not fun because you're just going to type that out later. I want you to say Unequivocally. <laughs> Shit. All right, so Rory, come on. Keep it going. So, keep but, it but let's, take, let's, let's take a look at some of the other things that, 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 that Bush has done, that Trump has not done yet. Uh, Trump has a not war? had. How about invade the wrong country? Well, Trump has not had the worst terrorist attack in America's history happen on his watch. Bush has. Trump has not launched a war with a country that had nothing to do with said terrorist attack while still propping it up like it did. Bush did. Trump has not gone ahead and started a black site contain or detain uh, detention centers. Of, of suspected terrorists in foreign countries also signing off on torture. Bush did. Uh, they both have a hurricane that they did not respond to well, so they're, they're equal there. Um, Trump has yet to oversee the worst financial collapse in this country's history since the Great Dep Depression. Bush did. Uh, what else can I point to for for Bush. I mean, there were so many bad things he did. But what I'm saying is... Uh, getting handsy with women. I mean, Bush was uh, giving the massage to Angela Merkel. Well, I but, think Trump... But I think it wasn't her, was her pussy. <laughs> I think Trump's got him beat on the sexual harassment front, so we're not okay. gonna... Right. We won't compare that. So, what? whereas whereas Trump might be worse for a Republican Party than Bush was, and Bush was plenty bad for the Republicans, Trump might be worse for the Republican Party... So far, I still think Bush has done more damage to the country than Trump has. Um, I have a nagging little voice that says this is all an act by Trump to completely... He's a secret Republican hater, and he's doing this to completely undermine the Republican Party. And he's actually just a genius, and he's doing this to destroy the party from within. Now, I, I think, I think um, it's not nearly that nefarious. I cannot give Trump that much credit of being that intelligent and having that much forethought. Um, I want to look at it this way, and I'm going to tie this into Paul Ryan a little bit. Trump is the embodiment of Republican politics for the last 40 years or so. He just had the nice facade veneer stripped away, and you see the ugly core of it. And that's what Trump is. The reason yeah. the Republican Party is in disarray right now is the smiles, 
the good suit, the nice fitting suits, and the pretty words have all been stripped away from their ideas, and this is what you get. Trump is the embodiment of Republican ideals. It's just unfiltered. Huh. And I say this because we're all looking at Paul Ryan as he leaves and saying, well, there goes one of the adults. There goes one of the Republicans that we used to be able to deal with. There goes one of the Republicans that, even though we may not have, dis may not have agreed on policy, well, this is a man we could at least respect as a politician, as someone, as a lawmaker. And while we're saying all that, we're forgetting things like Paul Ryan wanted to take Medicare and privatize it and give everybody uh. a health voucher. Paul Ryan wanted to take SNAP and send that back to the states instead of the federal government. Paul Ryan wanted to do everything he could to dismantle the social safety net that was set up by the New Deal to the point where everybody would have to fend for themselves and the federal government had nothing to do with anything. That's Paul Ryan. So he may smile nicely. He may say pretty things. He may go tut-tut every time Donald Trump says something that's a little uh, off-color, a little No, he doesn't. PC. He doesn't say tut-tut. He refuses to criticize the guy in public. He said a couple of little things. Not by but, name, but no. nothing, But nothing too strong. But, you know, he he's kind of shown some disapproving looks at some of the things that Trump has said during the campaign and during his presidency. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, Trump is the Republican Party and the embodiment of the Republican Party. This is what Republicanism not only is now, but it's what it always is. It's just that, like I said, the pretty clothes have been stripped away and you get to see what it really is. Well, the clothes have been stripped away, but you still got that really long and ugly red tie. <laughs> Made in China. In China. Yeah. Oh, boy. That was fun. Um, I don't know. You want to transition to something else? You got more. Um, yeah. Do you want to weigh in anything on Michael Cohen, the Michael Cohen case? That kicked kind of everything off this weekend, and that, that was the first bombshell. And that was one of those. There's been a couple of pivotal moments in this whole investigation that have felt like they're a little bit different, a little bit more game changers than others. That one on Monday uh, definitely felt Not like really, because all the, all the, besides the the uh, the raid on Cohen, all the other chatter has been like, there's talk, there's rumors of, you know, the firing of such and such, you know, be it, or undermining of such no, and such. No, I, 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 hold on, hold on, uh, 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 let me finish my thought. This be it, be it, <laughs> be it Mueller or, or Rosenstein or whatever. But there, there hasn't actually been anything. It's just all these leaks about rumors, about feelings. What has actually happened other than the raid on Cohen's office? Well, I'm not talking about the rumors about whether someone's going to get fired or anything like that. But I'm talking about the raid. The fact that they kicked it over to the, uh, the district attorney of the, the, the uh, Southern District of New York... And no, no, he, uh, so what I read was that, um, the guy, the Trump appointee was actually, actually recused himself. Oh, really? He, oh yeah. You didn't hear about that? Right. Yeah. Right. I, I, no, it was the, uh, the, the federal prosecutor that was appointed by Trump actually recused him. He was not involved in any of the decisions regarding, um, but it's still his office, him. correct? It was his office, but he actually yes. recused himself. Yeah. Well, isn't that in and itself a big thing? 
It's a great thing. It's a great thing that even though he's a Trump appointment, the fact that these guys in justice yeah. are taking their their job and their duty, they're they're swearing to uphold the Constitution seriously. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just like remember, you don't you remember like the the I don't know, was it under the Bush administration, the firing of all the um, uh, yeah yeah the politically was it by, the, the pros- prosecutors and yeah. I think there was some interview be it sixty minutes whatever about one of the guys who was fired did a sixty minutes interview. And this was an appointment. This was like a super, super Republican guy who was basically getting in front of the camera saying, I thought it was wrong. And, uh, you know, again, country before party sort of thing. Yeah. Like, like a guy who I probably wouldn't agree with on anything except for the time of day, in, you know, politically, but he had, you know, the integrity to say this was wrong, right? Cause right. Was... Well, that's uh, another reason Bush is still worse. But... <laughs> ah, okay, there you go. <laughs> but, you know, but the... the... What I'm saying is the the fact that it's been kicked out of the the the, the Mueller investigation and, and put into a, a a state level jurisdiction, which means mm-hmm. there's no there's no pardoning Ex- him out of this. Ah, except except when it comes to can- cannabis, aka marijuana. In that case, no, no, the feds are right. No, no, well, it's 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 not whether I'm not arguing states' rights or federal rights here. I'm arguing that. The president of the United States cannot pardon somebody for a state crime. Oh, okay. So all right. Well, I'm but I'm making my point anyways because I, I have nothing I want to talk about. <laughs> speaking, I'm just speaking of something that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Let me just let, let me. I'll, I'll wrap it up real quick here so we can transition to yours. I just what I'm just saying is this feels like one of those pivotal moments that Mueller is getting closer to his end game. He is feeling much more aggressive, and I think that's a big deal. Because the one thing about this investigation is it's been very methodical, and he's been very, very patient. We hear leaks all the time out of the White House. We hear nothing out of this investigation. We don't hear anything Mueller doesn't want us to hear. We don't know anything he doesn't want us to know. And the fact that this no-knock raid on a man that was closer to the president than anybody else that's been under investigation to this point tells me that he is moving towards his final stages because he feels he feels confident enough to go ahead and do something so bold and in 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 knowing the the reaction it could provoke from the white house that's what i mean by saying this feels different than than some of the other stuff this feels like one of those pivotal moments it's getting good it's getting juicy but uh She's gotta be patient. She's gotta be patient. Oh yeah, no, and 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 like I said, I've I've always said you have to be patient. I've always said you may never get that smoking gun that you want. You may never be able to actually connect Trump to anything. Yeah, don't be surprised if Mueller does not save us. But what it does feel like is that we're kind of getting closer to that end. I feel like this is, like we're starting Act Three here. Really, Act Three, huh? Yeah. It's a 12-act play, but we're starting Act 3. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alrighty, then. So let's uh, transition now, to pot! No, I, I really didn't have a lot to talk about. It was just a, mi- a minor little line item I saw in the news yesterday. It was like, um, somebody, somebody, a Republican has come out in favor of medical marijuana, so much so that they're joining, they're joining or have joined the board of a medical marijuana company. I Could saw this. Talk? Wasn't wasn't this John Boehner? It was. It was John I Boehner. I saw that. Yes. That talk about a complete change. I mean, 
Wow. It's, yeah. it's, it's not surprising. It's not surprising. Most, I think for the most part, <clears throat> outside of deeply religious Republican politicians, which really there's not that many that are really truly deeply religious. Which is just I a think, small percentage of the Republican Party that controls the party. Oh. It's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but as far as the politicians themselves, whether or not they're truly religious, that's another thing. They, they may play one on TV, but... Um, I, I don't think I don't think it's going to be too long before marijuana is decriminalized, and it's been heading that way for a while. The more popular it gets with the voting public, the more politicians are like, eh, "Let's go ahead and get on board with this." It's like everything else. They they bandwagon. They, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama were never uh, audibly. Uh, Saying that they were, you know, pro gay marriage until it started polling above fifty percent. Uh, so, great. Yeah, that's cool. It's, but yeah. we we know that Barry was uh, what he was he was the the leader of the the smoking weed club in high school or something. Oh, His yeah. own personal smoking weed club. Exactly. Don't you remember? Exactly. It's not. It's 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 going to happen. It's, deschedule it. it. Come on, give me a break. It's, it, Helping all the vets with PTSD. They're gonna decriminalize it. They're gonna and eventually we'll be seeing we'll be able to buy it in the bar. So. I I also read another article, that said it was just today that said apparently there's, a third important active ingredient in cannabis, besides the THC and the the other one that I can't remember. Um, there's like a third major ingredient, but you can only take advantage of it by eating the leaves, eating the really? raw leaves. Okay. Like basically, you have to have a can of a salad to take advantage of this. Well, that'll be an interesting uh, serving at uh, Publix when I go to get a salad. Except wow, Publix. Uh, is that spinach? What is that? <laughs> no, <laughs> can of a salad. Are you losing weight? No, because I ate a whole bag of Funyuns after I ate my salad. <laughs> But, uh, huh. Ah, oh, man. So what else? So, uh, I wanted, I wanted to talk, let's see, I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, I, I don't know if it's housekeeping, just uh, give us, give an update on our, how, we're, you know, we're slowly, but surely, we're clawing our way, you know, to the, to the, to the audience, to the masses on the internet through like, I mean, our different aggregators. I mean, we're, we're, we're pretty much everywhere now. We're on CastBox. Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, um, Google Play Music, Google Play Music, uh, Pocket Cast. I mean, uh, supposedly, supposedly, we are we are pretty much everywhere a person could be if they wanted to listen to our podcast. There couldn't be another avenue out there for anyone to want to listen to us. I mean, what could possibly be out there outside of these? I mean, avenues? I, I suppose we could think about getting on the. The single largest podcast distributor in the known universe, which is, of course, iTunes. iTunes. We're still trying to claw our way into iTunes. And I'm happy to announce on this lovely, chilly uh, Maryland Thursday evening that we are mostly on iTunes. We are on iTunes! Mostly. No, I said, no, no. Mostly. I said, mostly on iTunes. We're, having, we're, still having we're some only mostly on iTunes. <laughs> mostly on iTunes. Te- we're having, we're still having some technical difficulties. I'm trying to work through work through with Castbox. Um, image, oh. you know, our logo's not appearing. So, so like, I think you can find us on iTunes, but like, 
sometimes you see you know you see the logo for the episodes but not the channel so you know we're not quite there so that's that's one of the issues that, that should re- be resolved very soon so like but you can i think you can actually if if you're not a listener who cares about logos or anything or you know dazzling graphics then you could actually get us an itunes but there is there is one problem that i must mention that i don't see us fixing anytime soon and okay here's the problem the problem is that there's sort of a disconnect between the categories that are available to choose from on castbox versus itunes for example on Castbox, you know, you have to you choose what category. So, if somebody goes on to an aggregator looking for something about, you know, society and culture, maybe that's a category. And so they go to the category, or they browse, or they search. You know, so you know, you tag your 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 podcast with all these different categories, and we're tagged in Castbox with comedy, and humor. Film and TV, and uh, I think news and current events, or news and politics, something like that. The problem is, is that in iTunes, there is no humor and comedy category. There's just a comedy category. So even though we're on iTunes, iTunes thinks that we're in the news category and not the comedy category. Our podcast on iTunes... If you were just exposed to us on iTunes and you looked us up, we're a news program and we're not a comedy program. We are a news program. We're news. We're a news program. We're news. We're news and we're not comedy. So it's... Wait, are we are we real news or are we fake news? I mean, is there a difference nowadays? I mean... Well, I think we talked very seriously about some things tonight, like Michael Cohen and Paul Ryan... But we also said that the President of the United States had an illiterate child with his Martian housekeeper. So... Clearly we're real news. We're real news, yes. That was a legitimate story, and I'm not retracting it unless I get yelled at by the President, in which case I will fold like a Texas Hold'em player in Vegas. But not before I get the attention and we get the listeners. I just want to wake up to a 6 a.m. tweet tomorrow that says, (laughs) What about now with Darren and Ted's fake (laughs) news? It's such an amateurish, inexplicable piece of crap. And I'll be like, yes, yes, now please listen. (laughs) But uh, anyway, so at least according to iTunes... Fake or real, whatever. We are a news pro. We're not comedy, and so I was, I was trying to, I was trying to get my head around. That. How do we take advantage of that? You know, turn lemons into lemonades. Uh, well, the Chinese character for what, what, well, what was that? I, the Condoleezza used to say the Chinese character for crisis is also opportunity. Was that the line? Uh, or soup? It was for soup. I don't know. Soup. Okay. <laughs> Cri- crisis soup. Opportunity soup. <laughs> the symbol for crisis is also the symbol for soup. <laughs> So if you're if you're a listener discovering us on iTunes, I figure we had to give you something in the news category. We did. We gave them news. We gave them news. We started just with no news. comedy, no comedy. It's strictly news. So I propose we introduce the serious segment. The what about now serious segment can absolutely be no comedy in the serious segment. No comedy can you do, in the serious. Do you, you know, we can there's people that listen to it? our podcast and said there's no comedy in any of it, so. <laughs> that is I, true. <laughs> so, 
Uh, yeah, I think we can do it. <laughs> I think we've been doing it for almost a year, so why yeah, not? <laughs> okay. okay, so can we do it intentionally, though? Maybe we've been doing it unintentionally. <laughs> but I think if we put our mind to it, we might find that we can't intentionally keep out the comedy. We can only keep out the comedy when we're trying to make it funny. It's like, you know, whatever we do, we fail at. So if we're trying to make it funny, it won't be funny, but if we're trying to make it not funny, it will invariably... <laughs> be the it will be unequivocally funny. What do you think? Think we can have a serious segment. Is that what we're going to call it? The serious segment? The serious segment. I mean, clearly we need some... Uh, we need are, are, we gonna, are we going to... Is it the no-joke zone? You're now entering the no-joke zone. No, I, I look, it's a, it's a serious segment. It has alliteration. We're going to keep it as a serious oh, segment. That, ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when you're raised on comic books. Everything is alliteration. <laughs> we, I, I, I'm pretty sure we established that Mrs. Chambers is the one who taught you about alliteration. I thought it was Lois Lane and Clark Kent and Peter Parker and and Victor I yes Doom and I, I proposed in a previous podcast. In fact, you did you did not learn about the term in, except from Mrs. Chambers. It probably was Mrs. Chambers. I guess I'll give her yeah, credit. Yeah, exactly. That. I thought it was Miss Snyder. Eh, doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, let's see. So this can we can we deal can we can we call it the what about now serious segment for okay, our the iTunes, what about now? itunes listeners for the itunes listeners who are tuning in for news first i would like and to just say new, and just news and, and just, just news, news and just news i would first like to say one i'm sorry and two you are now entering the serious segment of what about now the serious segment yes not gonna be very long but this is a. Uh, this is a topic, this is an issue that is near and dear to me. I've been following it for many years. And Midget porn. I can't do it! I can't do it! Sorry! <laughs> I can't do it! We're going to kill this segment right now! I can't do it! Apparently this is also the um, horribly politically incorrect segment because <laughs> you're not allowed to use the M word anymore. They're little people, oh. you insensitive jackass. Little people porn. Little people porn. Little people porn. Don't don't that's, use the M word. That's a, you know what? That sounds a little bit more offensive to me than midget. I don't know, but I guess. People, but guess what? You don't get to make that decision because you're not I, one of. I you're not a little person. True. I guess this is true. This is true. Jesus. Now, do you know that this is what little people like to be called? Is this like official? No, I mean I know I know that you're not supposed to refer to them as midgets anymore. That's not that's not acceptable anymore. What about gidgets? Gidgets? If you're Sally Field, then you can be called a gidget, sure. <laughs> what about, like, are you proposing, like, a little person who looks like Sally Field? Uh... Yo, yo, check out that gidget. <laughs> okay, so I, it's a very particular... I don't know if we'll get a pass on that one just for the comic value. It's like, no, you, no you're not supposed to use the term midget. But if you're a little person that looks like Sally Field, it's okay to be called a gidget. Gotcha, gotcha. Can we can we just meet halfway? Okay. Well, well, for for all the listeners who look like Sally Field, <laughs> I said little people, gidget little people, porn, but, gidget but, porn, uh, gidget porn, <laughs> gidget porn. Hmm. <laughs> so like uh, a little person who's a Sally Field impersonator having sex. There you go. Wow. You like me? You really like me? Oh oh uh, oh. Also dressed as a flying nun, you know. Yeah. In a Trans Am. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh. Ooh. Striking for a women's right to, or for the right to strike in the workplace. 
I never saw Norma Ray. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, who has 17 different personalities? That's very good. Ah, good. Very good. I went all civil on your good. ass. And her okay. nephew is Spider-Man. That's right. She was in, in which which series of Spider-Man was she? That was the I. that was the Andrew Garfield series. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake! I can't keep track of anyone. Hey, it's Marissa Tomei now, so it's all good. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Marissa Tomei in uh, Oscar. Woo. Marissa Tomei in The Wrestler. Hmm. I have not seen it. Uh, I would stop this podcast right now and go watch The Wrestler. <laughs> Except that it's Marissa Tomei from like. Oh, like a slightly later in her career, you know what I'm saying? Uh, is Marissa Tomei naked in Oscar? Uh, no, she's not actually. Okay, well, she is in the wrestler, so uh, that wins. <sighs> so, are you saying that naked beats not naked no matter how old the person is? Is that what you're saying? Really? Is that what I'm you're saying? Not, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that Miss Marissa Tomei from seven or eight years ago is still damn good-looking naked. In fact, Marissa Tomei today is probably still damn good-looking naked, so I'd be alright with it. Alright, I mean, I'll give you Mr. Marissa Tomei. I don't like these blanket statements that naked trumps... Oh, ooh, ooh, I can't use that. I can't use that <laughs> verb anymore, sorry. <laughs> naked, naked beats uh, non-naked <laughs> under any circumstance. Uh, I wouldn't say under any circumstance. But I was saying, but, uh, if you could give me Marissa Tomei clothed at 30 or naked at 40, I'll take naked at 40. I'll give you that. I'll give that. <laughs> I will agree with you unequivocally. <laughs> All right. All right. Now, can we go back to our serious segment? Uh, we can try. We can try. Come on. Okay. Um, Is the serious segment going to be about my political incorrectness and in saying midget instead of little people? No, not at all. Okay. This is about nightmare uh, bacteria. Nightmare bacteria. That does sound pretty serious. So nightmare bacteria. They're now they've. Was it the CDC or or somebody? Said that basically these nightmare that the these nightmare bacteria which are. Wait, quote, hold on. The CDC or somebody like the CDC or Gary Busey, like which you know. <laughs> I mean, when I say like the CDC or CDC or something like that, I mean like some sort of reputable scientific organization or government you know so not uh, okay I'm gonna, quote, I'm gonna go ahead and quote right now i'm going to quote scientific american okay do, would do you recognize them as a legitimate i will resource? i will they are definitely more legitimate than either a gary Busey or b us so yes i will uh scientific <clears throat> american uh, the article said that in the, um these nightmare bacteria which are virtually untreatable are now in 27 states, including 10 cases in sunny Florida. Woohoo! And uh, basically, they're they're trying to contain these bacteria to you know, to to you know healthcare settings like hospitals, nursing homes. They're they're having some success at, in containing the spread, but this is this is horrible because we might be for years and years. There's been talk of like the post antibiotic era where um, it's going to be a nightmare. Not only people die of infection, but like all the times that antibiotics are used. To prevent infection, like, you know, surgeries, elective surgeries, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, treating people with horrible diseases, you know, the side effects of chemo or, um, so you know, like the foundation of modern medicine, right? Antibiotics. Right. And uh, it's, it's getting worse. On the other hand, I also read some good news uh, recently, some article about how 
scientists had some success in using phages, which are essentially viruses. They use viruses to target bacteria. Okay. Um, they cure. They, some guy had a. He had like. A, was he had a heart? Some sort of graft, some sort of skin graft in his heart, something in his heart, some sort of graft in his heart, and he became infected, and he was, you know, fighting it for years and years, and they finally cured the guy by using phages, essentially using viruses that only attack bacteria. Okay, okay. But uh, so you know, it's a concept world. But anyway, so that's the serious segment. It's been a, you know, I've been something that's been in my, on my radar for many years because it scares the shit out of me, and. Um, I don't know. As, what can we do? I mean, the bottom line: what's the cause? Overuse of antibiotics. The use in the livestock, you know, in the agricultural agricultural industry, and overprescription of antibiotics. Also, improper use. You know, not finishing your dosage. But uh, that is a serious segment. Yeah. Um. There you go. I think did we keep it serious for our iTunes listeners? Uh, pretty serious enough. And as somebody that works at a facility where everybody's bodily excrements from every orifice comes to that facility for treatment. I'm very happy to hear there's some type of resistant bacteria that no antibiotic is curing. So thank you for that. <laughs> Hold on, let's let's back up a second. You said from every orifice. Let, let me just think about this. So, like, people are flushing their earwax down the toilet? Really? Uh, if they get water in their ear while they're in the shower... And they go okay. ahead and they dip their head to the side to get the water out, and the water comes out. It probably takes some earwax with it and goes down the I drain. Feel, I feel like we have to explore this a little bit. Like, what about like you wake up and you have that crusty, that crusty eye when you wake up in the morning? That's that. Okay, again, the same shower issue right there. If you wipe the crust off in the shower, then yes, it will go down the drain, and eventually. I'm pretty come sure that the... I never, I never make it to the shower. It's like, oh, I have this crust in my eye. Wait, I'm gonna save that for when I get in the shower. Well, maybe you don't, but maybe somebody does. Ugh, what else? Let's just go go down. Let's start. Let's go head to toe. Let's just go over every orifice. And let's think of... Okay, so we did... Hey, eyes, wait, wait. Ears, we nose. just got on iTunes. Do we really want to do this? Think long and hard about this. Do you really <laughs> want to go down this road for anyone that just may have discovered us on the world's largest... Okay. I will say unequivocally yes. You, you want to rem, you want to remove the veneer of any respectability right off the bat, and you want <laughs> everybody to know what they're getting into right yes. from the start. You know what? Now, now I uh, that that is that's very Trumpian of you. <laughs> okay, well, thank you. It's very important to let people know that the people who are stumbling upon us as a news and current events podcast, and also a film and TV. Uh, podcast that in fact we are also a comedy podcast oh so we are we're under film and tv on itunes as well i don't know if we're under film and tv on itunes but we're i know that we're under film and tv on uh cast box i don't know if they let you do multiples or it's just like the first one in the list that they picked up that itunes accepted was news so therefore i, I so yeah so i'm not sure about that I well, know that we're new. Well, I'm not if, sure about if you are listening to us on iTunes and you did come under the film and TV category, please go uh -huh. back and find the episode where I talk about a 25-year-old Star Trek episode for about an hour. I'm sure you'll love it. That was a series, not an episode. Thank oh, you. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Jesus. It was Deep Space Nine. It was Deep Space Nine. It's funny that you mentioned that because I was listening to that episode today. Because, I, I, you know, I go back and I listen. I try to dig up some clips. I guess it's a good, good little... Um, 
promo for hey, um, not only is our our show on the interweb, but if you go to Twitter, there's all these links to like some highlights, some like some lovely, you know, chuckle-inducing clips that are on Twitter on our at What About Now Pod, and they link back to our. We have some clips on it's Clip It. Like the website is Clip It, but we we have some highlights that are on Twitter as well. And so I was listening to episode. I think it was episode nine today. Listening, so funny you mentioned because listen to your, you know, your your. Um, extended, shall we say, review of Deep Space Nine. And you can pair it with the Last Jedi review from a couple months ago. It'll really So there you go. So we have, yeah. So that covers both film and TV. There you go. (laughs) Except, except that I want to mention, let's let's throw in some film and TV now. Here's a quick one. Here's a very quick one. Um, Almost done with the new season of Jessica Jones. There you go. Have you watched it? I still have not, no. Uh, not as good as the first. It was actually kind of slow. It's kind of picked up, but eh. Overall, I guess you could say it's disappointing. But we're still watching it. We're still finishing it out. You know. Okay, of course, of course. I, I, you know, I, I, I don't want you to tell me too much since I haven't seen it. But I know that I, as much as I like Kristen Ritter and I like her character and 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 she is a very appealing part of that show. I, I was very wary because I thought David Tennant added such a dimension to that series that he that if he's not utilized as much in this new one would take something away. So I don't want you to tell me if he is or isn't. I know his name is in the credits. I'm assuming he's probably coming in some type of either flashback form or force ghost or something like that. But uh, um, I, I I think if he's not an integral part of the of the series. To me, that would explain some of the uh, the, the the step back. So. Um, it's 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 not an intricate. Did you say intricate or intricate? What? I don't know what I said. <laughs> he's not he's not a major part of the series. I'll, I'll just let you know that. Okay. He makes an appearance or two, but not not a major one. Okay. But uh, what else? Anyway, so I just I figured I mentioned that. Watch Jessica Jones. I'm about, uh, I'm, I just started uh, season three of Better Call Saul. I've been burning through those. I think I'm in episode two or three of Better Call Saul season three. You know, enjoying the hell out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing, I'm flying solo on that one. The wife did not want to watch Better Call Saul with me. Um, what else? Thoughts? Because you, 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 were, you were just um, really upselling Michael McKeon's his role, his acting ability. Yeah, I don't, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how he doesn't get nominated for an Emmy for that season. It's um, Yeah, he's great. I mean, it's, it's uh, you'll you'll see it as it goes on. It gets even he gets even better. Yeah. He gets I mean, even Obviously, better. we saw um, the appearance of uh, Oh, I can't think what is the dude name? The the Chicken Brothers dude. Oh, yeah, name? yeah. Um god, now you're making me think I can't recall his name, but yes. I know who you're talking about. Pollos Locos. No, Pollos Hermanos. Hermanos, that's it. Pollos Hermanos. But, uh, yeah, that too. So he's in it. Yeah, it's always good to see him. Yeah. Uh, Enjoying that. Enjoying the hell of that. Um, Some entertainment news. I want to know if you saw this headline. Did you see that Fleetwood Mac fired Lindsey Buckingham? Yeah, what was that about? Oh, my God. Jesus (laughs) fucking Christ. What was that about? I don't know. I mean, clearly there was some tension there, but they're like, see ya. <laughs> There's been tension there for 
40 years, though. That was the whole thing. With wow. What was going on there? I don't know. I'm, I'm... Because that, that band basically died without him. He left in 87, and they were just on that slow decline yeah. until they, they broke up, and then they got back together mm-hmm. um, in 97. Wow. Wow. Um, well, no, let's face it. It's, it, it's about time some of these bands wrapped it up anyway. I saw them a couple years I, ago. I saw them. Yeah, the, so did I. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they're very good. I enjoyed the show, but I mean. When you, I was thrilled to death that Christy McVie rejoined the band. Yeah, so was, was I. So was I. Oh, I loved her. Yeah, but I mean, Christy McVie's in her early 70s now. It's not something she that. Still sounds good. Yeah, she does, but it's not something that they're going to do for another 20 years. So. Also, there's a weird thing because. Um, because you know how years ago, before they were in Mac, there was Buckingham Nicks, that one album, that Buckingham Nicks. Right. You know about that? Yeah, yeah. I've never actually listened to it because it's out of print. I think maybe you can get like a, a maybe, I don't know if it's on YouTube or whatever, but like, um, so just a year or two ago, they came out with a Buckingham McVie album, which is kind of interesting. Huh. How did that sound? Did you hear anything? It was actually awful. I listened to it. I it was, didn't like it. It was awful. <laughs> it was awful. It was mostly Buckingham. I barely even heard McVie. Wow. Bad, bad. And uh, yeah, I'm a huge, I'm a huge Lindsay Buckingham fan, and I've seen him like twice solo. In fact, we saw him once yeah, we together. Saw, we saw him solo, yeah. And I saw him another time, uh, just me and the wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was great. It was such a small venue because I'm sitting there and like, I'm sitting in the back, but this is a very small theater. And I'm like looking up, you know, ten rows up. I'm like, that's just Lindsay Buckingham sitting <laughs> right there, you know? <laughs> Jesus. Actually, you know where I saw him? I saw him in the same place that I saw the old ninety sevens, where I met them. The place where. That crazy dude shot. Uh, oh, what was yeah. it Grimmy? The yeah. Plaza Live in Orlando. It's yeah. the same place I saw him. Yeah. Oh man. So now we went back to the serious segment. What did you do that for? So. No, we're not back in the serious segment. You're talking about the murder of a young woman. That's pretty serious. <sighs> it was a mention. Yes. Yeah, I went to this restaurant and had this nice pasta. It was great. It was a. You know, that restaurant where they murdered 40 people with a machete. You remember that place? Yeah. They serve a great pasta. I mean, they cleaned it up nicely. <laughs> gun, how about let's let's bring it back to, uh, hey, let's do something about gun control. Let's do something, you know? <laughs> um, there you go. Nothing's going to be done about gun control. So. Never again. Is that the, what is the hashtag they're using? I, I don't recall. I've... I've the kids, the kids in the gun control, aren't they doing oh, the never again hashtag? Was it never again or no more? Just kind of pissing me off because that's what us Jews have been using with the Holocaust. For <laughs> they're co-opting or never again. I mean, I'm perfectly and totally in favor of well, everything. Well, don't you that know they're that doing everything they stand for? But don't like, you, don't you know that the NRA talking point is if you Jews in the Holocaust had just had guns, you'd be okay? Ooh, ouch, ouch. So in other words, that's like against gun control. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the NRA no the NRA has said that as one of their talking points that people like Hitler gained power and were able to do horrible things because the people that they did it to were not armed uh, I'm not going to buy that because they were outnumbered horribly by the non-Jews exactly. who were doing it to him so exactly. yeah okay like, I don't know what the percentage of it was like 1% exactly. of the population or let's let's just be generous and say it, it, it certainly, it, like in Germany, yeah, ten percent of the population were not Jews, were they? No, no, 
Let's even, let's even for the sake of argument, let's say, let's say, you know, pre-World War II, Germany was 10% Jews. So if everybody had guns, then the Jews have been able to fend off the other 90%. That is, is that? that is the talking point. I don't know yeah. if I buy that. You shouldn't because it's bullshit. <laughs> but, yeah. but they love to use that talking point. It's it's the same talking point that they use where they say it's it's where the Second Amendment is to is to protect us from the tyranny of the, uh, tyranny of government. That's one of the reasons why we have it. Except the government has all the good guns. A, a, exactly. It, it, they have tanks they're, and they're, flamethrowers and bazookas, and you can see that all my weapon references are from World War Two. I don't know what the hell they have now, but as far as I know, we haven't modernized since the Korean War. Everybody has flamethrowers and bazookas. The, 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 the funny thing is, is <laughs> what, you know what they have. What you know what they have now? Really, you know what? I just have... like saying bazooka. I, know. I don't care. I just like the word bazooka. Bazooka, bazooka, bazooka. <laughs> I think that might be the phrase that pays. Bazooka. bazooka. Is it because it kind of sounds like bazumbas? No, not <laughs> at all. Just I like the combination of letters. It's, it's the the Z and the long O and the K. Bazooka. I just like saying bazooka. I'm sure you do. You know that's not the yeah. phrase that pays, though. That's not the okay. phrase that pays. Oh, I don't have the authority. I don't have the power to determine <laughs> the phrase that pays. Oh, but, uh, you did determine the phrase that pays, my friend. You did. Unequivocally? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the title. I thought that was the, the title. Of no, the I said that couldn't be the title because that would mean you just got to type it out and that was letting you off the hook. I want you to say it at the end. All right, fine. All right. But uh the, but yeah, you, got, you know the, the weapon today isn't a bazooka or a tank or anything like that. It is an 18-year-old with a bag of chips, a Mountain Dew, and a Xbox controller that's killing you from the sky. That's exactly the the weapon of modern warfare. warfare. It's a drone. <laughs> they don't even but have to But if there was a there. civil war, if if the US military was deployed against the population to you know if there was a civil war yeah and then the u.s military was deployed domestically um would they be using drones would they there'd be tanks in the streets there would be you know automatic weapons there would be i don't know what what else what does the what does the military have well well, here's the question what what do you think a tyrannical takeover of the united states government is going to look like I mean that's that's the question. That's where I don't understand where where the the people who think they're going to protect protect themselves from a, a tyrannical government are, are going to to win. To me, a, a a true tyrant won't care about lives one way or the other. He only can, he or she would only care about maintaining power, and they could only do that with the backing of the United States military. Or at least the majority. Maybe you'd have a a group that defected, splintered off, or you'd have a fifth column, so to speak, in, in the military. But any tyrant that takes over our government is going to do it with the backing of the military. That's the only way it can happen. Um, and then... And then, well, we, and we then look when at, that happens... Look to history? Can we look to history? Is there anything in American history that comes to mind regarding um, some sort of... You know, some sort of military conflict between Americans. Is there anything that you can possibly think of in history that might help us out here? But are, 
what that the only difference now is that all all the military is pretty much centralized. I guess you could have at this point in time local states succeed. Yeah, states succeed, and maybe their local police departments and, and things like that who have you know some pretty heavy duty stuff because of the Patriot Patriot Act. But I mean, there's no state militias anymore. Not not outside of like you know, national, national guard. The national guard, but that's completely and totally outmanned and outgunned compared to the Army, Navy, Air Force, and Marines. So there was no... During the Civil War, there was no Union Army that was everywhere prior to the I, outbreak I, of the Civil I, War? I don't, I don't think the military was quite as centralized. And as, it definitely wasn't as strong as it is now. Uh, it, it, I don't think it was quite as centralized. It was still... You know, you still had to have kind of like... You had some some rough areas in some of these states. You had to have a a pretty heavy duty state militia to kind of get through. Uh, and there were still territories. Native uprisings. Still, yeah, exactly. There was still, you know, the the frontier, the territories, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. But considering the United States military is bigger than like the next nine countries combined. Like, what is the Texas National Guard going to do? Well, I have a very serious question, though. What would the name... If you combine the next nine countries, what would be the name? The, uh, for, of the next nine... For Jiddly? For Jiddly? For Jiddly? I'm trying to come up with a good name. Like, I mean, okay, how about just the EU? Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> the EU, the EU, China, and Russia. <laughs> yeah. Who, who's number two? Is Russia number two? I want to say I want to say China. Right, there you go. I want to say there China. You go. Else, but I, I, homework. Yes. Who is the second largest military? Uh, Don't you remember during the Iraq War they used to tout, "Oh, Saddam Hussein has the fourth largest military in the world, fourth largest armed forces in the world." Do you remember that? Uh vaguely. Yeah, that didn't last very long. <laughs> no. So what are we talking about here? What are we talking about? We're talking about the uh, overthrow, like the average. If they let's write the guns. Make sure that the citizens have guns to prevent the government from. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I'm saying, I'm not saying, we, I'm them. not saying we should ban guns. I'm not saying repeal the Second Amendment. But what I'm saying is, this idea that you're going to stop the U.S. military from doing whatever they want if they so decide that that's the way they're going to do it. That's dead and gone. It's over. The the we are so outgunned. We have allowed the militarization of, of this country and even our local police departments to go so out of control. We don't have a chance. All right, because now, remember in the Obama era, they finally, where they started to demilitarize the local police forces because there's no need for the uh, the local police department to have a, a tank. And... Well, they still do. <laughs> they still have it. They still have it. Yeah. Because so. it, it was all the surplus military equipment. It's like... Yeah trying to change that mentality because like it's not an occupying force it's supposed mm-hmm. to be the local pd to like you know to protect and serve yeah. right and if you if you want to get technical um the dallas police department already used a drone to kill somebody right right, right. it was but it was that uh, shooter in dallas you remember yeah it was the it was the uh the sniper who had killed five cops he uh cornered himself in a parking garage they actually used the bomb squad robot. They used the bomb right? squad robot, the, the robot they I used that. to defuse bombs. They strapped explosives to the robot 
they wheeled it in, they, they, they drove it in, and blew his ass up. So, we, that's... I can I'm, imagine, like, like the doing the paperwork afterwards, trying to justify the expenses, and the guy's like, look, well, we are the bomb squad. It doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, that we're defusing bombs, but, you know, like, trying to argue, like, the light items there. Means, what, is, what is this expense right here for <laughs> C4? The, for the bomb squad? What now? That's that's technically a drone strike right there. You know, it may not have been flying, but it was a drone. So, interesting, so, interesting. Um, I just yeah, I don't. I think everybody thinks that, you know. We're lucky the rule of law stands the way it does, and and. The last couple of years, uh, the man in office has tried to test the rule of law, but it's still holding up. The Constitution is is still yeah. intact. The, separation of powers yeah it's it's been battered before it'll be battered again but it's still holding but we better hope it doesn't really come to a tyrannical government trying to suppress its people because we don't have a very good chance no matter what you've got in your gun vault in the house uh well if i had a gun vault and i don't i would of course want to have a bazooka in it you would want to have a bazooka yes i know a bazooka a, a world war ii surplus bazooka <laughs> i just thought it was a, a pack of bazooka gum yeah that too so like if i was going to defend the house would I like i guess i would want to throw the chewed gum at the pe- how, how would that work exactly <laughs> you would blow a giant bubble and it, it encompass their head and cut off their oxygen i was thinking more like a defensive mechanism like a a shield and be like I'd be me and my family would be inside the giant bubble yeah. protector so you could you could you could blow giant bubbles put it at the bottom of your feet and bounce away like flubber how about this how about I just offer them the gun and say look don't come here and you know burn my house to the ground and kill my family I will offer you this delicious bubble gum there you go I think that's your best bet with the hilarious okay. bazooka joe comics inside come on who doesn't love bazooka joe do they even still have it? I don't believe they do. Well, they might. You know they do, because you know why? They're going to be a sponsor this week. So, yes, they oh, still have Bazooka. Bazooka, bu- bazooka Bubblegum. Yes. Here, that reminds me of an interesting... This is like a non-story, but it, it's like mostly what occurred in my head. But, like, I was at the gym. Oh, by the way, that's a that's a, another little what about now surprise. Like, I've been slowly going back to the gym for the first time since, like, before the winter since like the like the fall was the last time i was going to the gym but i've been slowly working my way back to the gym i've been like two or three times now but the other day i was in the in the the locker room and i noticed because i i go in there often to like i have these 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 sweatpants that just they won't stay tight so i'm constantly going to the locker room just to like re-tighten them like to like do the bow to tie to the bow arms because like they keep slipping down but like so i was in there like tying my pants and I'm looking down, and there's like a, a pack of gum, sitting there. It was it was one of those like blister packs of, uh, like like one of those dentine ice or something like that, where it's like a flat thing and it has like the square gum. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And there was like a whole. It was almost completely uneaten. There was like one piece of gum taken from it, and the rest was there. And I was I was really tempted to like, take some of that gum. What? You thoughts? Did. Any thoughts? You did, didn't you? You did. You I did. did. I did not. I did not. I was, but I was, I was pretty tempted. They're like, like, what? It's a perfectly, mostly good pack of dentine ice here or something. Was the, was the foil still intact? Yeah. Okay. 
It didn't look like somebody had wiped their ass with the corner or anything like that. Well, see, now that didn't really occur to me. <laughs> Maybe coated the back with a super bacteria? It, it could have been coated with the nightmare bacteria. Oh, also, so keep in mind that ultimately I did not try it because my first thought was, wow, look, there's perfectly good gum here. And my second thought was, okay, this is a trap. <laughs> this is a prank. This is a trap. There's some. This is too good. To, it's too good to be true. It usually is. And so I'm like, okay, there's something going on here. Somebody's poisoned this gum. Somebody's, I mean, the whole they wiped their ass with it didn't occur to me i went much darker i went when, like somebody this is poison somebody's tampered with this this is poison gum, you know? that, that's where my mind went but essentially we went to the same place of like there's something wrong with this gum this is a really lame episode of what would you do with john quinones and they're gonna see <laughs> if i'm honest enough to leave the gum sir sir that wasn't your gum why did you take it <laughs> also it was up my ass <laughs> man what else what else um yeah that's it you want to do a little uh, rapid fire to kind of close things out before we get into our uh, sponsors no 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 i don't want to overuse the rapid fire that's not that's not going to be a regular thing we don't do the same th- segment I, every week no no i i think i think it's okay to close out every episode with the, i like the idea of a rapid fire just a little do you have just a do little you have something yeah, for rapid yeah, fire i have something for rapid do you have something? okay so that's it that's it. Okay. So there's an ulterior motive here. No, I, I, I just, I like the idea of touching on something that we don't want to spend too much time on, but we just want to go quickly over something that takes less than a couple minutes. I got one thing. Minutes. I got one thing I could mention in, in rapid fire. Yeah, sure. I, Let me, okay. I will, I will agree to rapid fire with the expectation that we will not always have rapid, we were not always going to end the show with rapid fire. It, it's perfectly fine to have rapid fire, but I don't want people to expect rapid fire. I want them to be pleasantly surprised by rapid fire. Can you can you agree to this, you, these terms? You're you're threatening to withhold people's rapid fire. What if that's our most pe- <laughs> what if that's our most popular segment? What if somebody is listening on iTunes for the first time and say, "My God, these guys drone on and on about shit," but at the end of the show they go by something quickly and I enjoyed it. No, see, I would think that our most popular segment was the ma- was the mailbag. Was it was the what was it the pod post? I remember the pod post. We got emails from heaven and hell. That, I'm seriously that that's definitely our most popular segment. That was that, even that was you know when Della Reese and Charlie Manson are writing. Yeah, I mean come yeah, on, exactly. That was that, gonna be. We'll have a second one any time now. Any day. Any so, day. I was thinking about getting an email from Stephen Hawking. Where'd he go? I guess this was my bad joke. I was thinking about doing a pod post. I was like, oh look, I got an email from. Uh, from heaven. It's from Stephen Hawking. He's doing great up there. Unfortunately, he's still in the wheelchair. That's awful. Boo! <laughs> now, it's, it's just the idea, again, it's just the idea that when you're in heaven, like, you appear in heaven in the same form as when you die. That's, ah, that's really the joke. I'm not making fun of Stephen Hawking. He was, you know, a brilliant guy and, a, and a, you know, a, a, he was a genius, a popularizer of, of, uh, physics and science in general and he inspired a lot of people to go into physics and uh and just in terms of what he accomplished despite his als was it was amazing right yeah yeah and uh and you know my hat's off to stephen hawking but uh you know just a fond farewell to him yes uh thank you stephen hawking and uh i have his action figure 
Yeah. Did you get it? What are you talking about? You got it for me. That's right. <laughs> Jesus. I have the Stephen Hawking Simpsons action. Yes, right. you do. Yeah, so this one, this one, this one goes out. To, we're going to dedicate this episode to Stephen Hawking, a giant in the science field who yes. has left. Yes. And you resisted me getting that action figure for so long. So, but that uh, that goes into my rapid fire action figures. Actually, uh, my rapid oh. my rapid fire tonight is I'm a little sad. Um, this has to do, I think, m- partially with uh, the closing of Toys R Us. Um, it might also have something to do with I'm not sure Disney is supporting the new Star Wars movie quite as well as it should. But um, this is the first time in a, in a while that uh, there's I'm no talking about Jedi. Uh, no, Solo, the, the the new Solo movie. Oh, okay, yeah. the new new, the yeah, one that's not the, out the, yet. The one that's coming out. But but what tomorrow is? Tomorrow is the launch of the new release of Star Wars action figures to promote Solo. Uh, and normally with every movie they have something called Force Friday, and stores open at midnight on Friday, or you know twelve oh one on Friday to sell the right. new merchandise, which uh-huh. means I would be going tonight to do that. Well, nobody's doing it, mainly because Toys R Us was, I think, the driver of that, but also because I think Disney hasn't really promoted this movie very well with merchandise. So, the Star Wars collector and me should be out, you know, know, talking with other collectors and trying to see what things I'm going to buy, but instead, it's not happening. So Instead, you're forced to sit here and do a podcast. With well, me. no, I would be able to go right after the podcast if there was anybody you know that was selling it. But they're not even making it a Force Friday event. There's not even the event anymore. It just seems to be uh, a little uh, lackluster, a little, uh, a little uh, heartbreaking that I can't enjoy that. Heartbreaking. A little wow. heartbreaking. But I'll, heartbreaking. I'll mend. Can you heartbreak just a little bit? Yeah, just like a corner, just like. One aorta, maybe, uh, not the whole thing. Okay. So. How many orders are there? I don't know, twenty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, so that's my rapid fire. I do believe that our. Was it? Oh wait a minute. Maybe our the title of our podcast will be twenty-eight aortas. There you go. I like that. Twenty-eight aortas. Twenty-eight aortas. There you go. Boom. And uh, what is the phrase that pays for this podcast? Unequivocally, <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. For 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 new listeners on iTunes or anywhere else, if you say the phrase that pays, we will give you a whole box of goodies. Crap! It's crap. It's crap. Don't be fooled. It's. Crap. If you say the phrase that pays, you get the goodies. We're really looking for a listener prime, somebody to interact with, somebody to talk to. If somebody named. Jay, you know, was our uh, listener prime. Then every once in a while on the podcast, we were like, well, Jay, give us an email. Tell us what you think about uh, the, the new season of Jessica Jones or something. Now, that's an example of what we would want our listener prime to do. But uh, that's ultimately what we're looking for. But it's a side effect, this listener prime. In order to sort of tease and to entice them, we're uh, offering this bag of crap. Yes, this bag Box of crap. Box of crap? Box of crap. Box of crap. It's it's a assortment of food and toys and broken household items and just <laughs> really a mishmash of things that link to every one of the episodes of our podcast. Uh, so. And if you're interested in this list, you go to our Facebook page at What About Now Pod on Facebook. 
And uh, under the notes section, there's a list of all the crap on the Listener Prime box. The Prime box. And what shall we add to the Prime box this week? A package of bazooka gum? An, an aorta. An aorta from some sort of dead animal. I think the bazooka gum will be a, a little bit more appreciated <laughs> than a dead, dead animal's aorta. Uh, um, uh, is that all you can think of? Uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, most of it was, 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 I don't think we want to give them super bacteria. <laughs> Ooh, that, uh, that sounds kind of cool. I don't think Something so. to do with Trump, the raid on Cohen. What are we talking about? We talked about. Uh, we don't want to uh, give them a gun. <laughs> no. Uh. We don't want to give them eye crusties from when you wake up. Ooh. Personal. You can get eye crusties from one of the hosts. Wow. No, we'll 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 give them, we'll give them bazooka gum. So. What happens? Okay. What's the backup? What happens if there is no bazooka gum? Discount Easter candy. Really? Just gonna throw in more candy. We got Halloween. We got Halloween candy in there. You're gonna throw in Easter oh, candy. Okay. Hey, listener, Prime better hurry up because it's gonna get discount every holiday candy here pretty soon. What about a copy of? Of Buckingham McVie. Can we? You said it's out of print. We can't even get one. No, no, no. Buckingham Nicks is out of print. Oh, okay. Buckingham McVie. You weren't even paying attention. Canadian. That's right. No. Buckingham McVie is the, new, the one new one that yes, came out. Yes. We'll throw in your A copy of Buckingham McVie. Your your copy of it, since you said it sucks. Well, since that this is uh, 2018 and nobody buys music anymore, I. I, 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 I subscribe to one of the streaming services, so I have all the albums, so it would be kind of tough to so you'll just, get them a... Just put it on a flash drive and throw it in. Again, nobody uses physical media anymore, There, You're just going to send I it guess, to the... I guess I'll break... Look, if it's that important, I will break down and I will order a CD. No, you Buckingham can, No, but we got to throw it in the... we got to put something in the box. Yeah. A copy of Buckingham McVie. Yeah. I'll buy a copy of Buckingham McVie. Just put it on the damn flash drive. What's wrong with that? Well, where am I going to get it from? A flash drive? No. I still have to... I, I stream music. I don't... So you don't download the music. You just stream the music. It's not... You don't have it. Well, then why don't, you, why, why don't you download it? How are you listening to music? Why don't you download it? How do you listen to music? I don't. I listen to our you podcast. Don't. I don't cheat on us. I'm sorry. Listening to music is not cheating on podcasts. You're cheating listening on to us. Other, listening to other comedy podcasts is cheating on us. Listening to music is not cheating on us. Have we had music? As a matter of fact, I've been listening to... I tried out the science podcast. It was kind of interesting. I tried out a couple science podcasts. I'm strictly avoiding other comedy podcasts, but I listen to a couple science podcasts. You whore. <laughs> uh, they aren't science comedy podcasts. <laughs> Then again, they might be. It's just they're on iTunes, so they're just listed as science <laughs> podcasts. They could be comedy science podcasts. Hey, we mentioned super bacteria. Can we get a science podcast listing as well? Hmm. No, I don't think we're a science podcast. Okay. Uh, what else? What else? What else? So anyway, uh, we'll, copy of, you'll get some copy of Buckingham McVie. There you go. Only if there's no bazooka bubble. Only if there's that's no bazooka the, bubble gum. So there you that's go. The, that, that's this, the this whole segment. Caveat. We, this is this took longer than rapid fire. That's a problem. We need to cut that out. Jesus Christ! No, because it's the negotiation. It's <laughs> the, the negotiations. 
No, it's the uh, the fun. It's the making of. It's very. People love this. Come on, the listeners love this. I yes. Get, I get all these emails. I get all these letters. I know letters. I, we get. I get people coming up to me in the street saying how much they love the show, how much they love the arguing, the arguing about the, the listener prime box, and I say, that's great. How come you don't actually email us and tell us that you love the show, or how come you don't actually, like. How come you're not reflected in the subscriber numbers? And I'm like, because we're just a figment of your imagination. <laughs> you are civil, my friend. You are civil. Oh, thank you. So really, it's just my other 16 personalities that have been listening to the show. That's it. All, all right. They're all in your head. All right, so let's do rapid fire. We, 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 we did rapid fire. Email. No, no, no. We didn't do rapid fire. We, we haven't even finished Listener Prime yet. Give the email. The email. How do they contact us? Oh. Uh, oh. Oops. Oops. I don't know. How do they contact just, us? Just try all the email addresses until you get us. Uh, uh, Darren and Ted at gmail.com. Darren and Ted at gmail.com. That's D-A-R-I-N-A-N-D-T-E-D at gmail.com. That's correct. And then, of course, if you ever want to see what's going on, you can go to at WhatAboutNowPod on Twitter, Facebook, for all kinds of interesting goodies. And, uh, Highlights from our podcast. Uh, a list of everything in the goodie box. Um, all kinds of stuff. And our, don't forget, we're, you can always find us at WhatAboutNowPodcast.com. Of course. We're on... Okay, let's knock out some rapid fire real quick. Let's get going. Rapid fire. You go. Since you're pushing this segment I, so hard. My rapid fire go. was the solo the toys. That was it. That's all I want to talk about. Oh, we did that? Oh, okay. Yes! The only one I got, I have a rapid fire one. It's a Fleetwood Mac one. My rapid fire is, I'm a huge fan of the classic lineup. I saw them in 1997 or 98 on like that tour with Kristen McVie like right before she quit. And after she quit, I'm like, that's it. I'm boycotting Fleetwood Mac. I couldn't possibly see him without Kristen McVie. And I waited 17 years. I saw Lindsay Buckingham, and I waited, and I waited, and I waited. And finally, she rejoined in 2004. That was 17 years, right? Because in 2014, she rejoined. I saw him. I was so excited. And now Lindsay Buckingham is gone. And guess what? The boycott is back on. We're done with you, Fleetwood Mac. Nope. Until you apologize to Lindsay and say, come on home, I'm boycotting them again. You're dead to us. Even though they have invited Mike Campbell... And uh, Neil Finn into Fleetwood Mac. Oh, I love them. <laughs> Mike Campbell, formerly of Tom Benny and the Heartbreakers, and Neil Finn from Crowded House. Thank you. And I love I love both of those. You know, bands. Uh, wow, You're, that's a little. Uh, that's gonna be tough to say uh, no to there, huh? How, how can I get around this? Because remember, I'm also boycotting Tom Cruise, and so my out was. I would just, like, steal his stuff, or I would, like, only watch it on cable. So, like, what's my out for seeing them and still boycotting them? How would I do that? Like, maybe sit outside the arena, like, just, like, overhearing the show, or, like, a stadium or something like that, just hearing the sound from the stadium drift into the, like, the parking lot or something? I think you need to find out what security team is uh, working the venue and get a job. Work security at that event. So now I would actually get paid. You would get paid. I don't think I, they would probably hire me for security. They would hire me to like, um, usher. <laughs> I could, I could probably ush. Is that I don't know if that's a verb. I, I would probably ush. You'd be an ush. I would. I would. There would be some seriously, um, 
amazing ushing going on. You're you're a heck of an ushing person. Yes, I ush with the best of them. <laughs> can I? Oh, uh, can I see your ticket? Yes, your seat is right there. <laughs> yes, I would ush. <laughs> you wouldn't do that. You'd be like, shut up. This is my favorite song. <laughs> Why weren't what? you here twenty minutes ago? What? You can't fire me. I quit. <laughs> I'll quit in an hour. The song's almost over. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not really, but I just want to hear the song. I just want to see the rest of the show. Get a job just for the show. There you go. See the show, ush, and then quit. And then quit. Okay, that would be my out. That's your hmm. out. Oh. So I'm with my loophole for seeing... Anyway, so that's, that's all I got for Rapid Fire. The boycott is back on. Boycott's back on. Dead to us, baby. Dead to e- us. Even though I love Christy McPhee. <laughs> uh, Lindsay or nothing. Simple as that. Lindsay or nothing. Lindsay or bust. <laughs> so, well, on that note, shall we uh, go ahead and close this yeah. up? This other yeah. wonderful episode of What About Now? It's been fun. I think we covered everything. Um, like we periodically do, we need to mention our sponsors. We always forget our, our sponsors. Our- this episode has been brought to you by Bazookas. The Corpse of the Republican Party. Ooh. Uh, Fleetwood Mac, of course. Super bacteria, probably growing on the corpse of the Republican Party. Uh, weed, definitely weed in terms of John Boehner. And my non-existent so- solo Star Wars story merchandise that I should have tonight, but I don't. Thanks a lot, Toys R Us. Thanks a lot, Disney. <laughs> Toys R Us? Is Toys R Us a sponsor? I mean, they're dead, so we can we can say this has also been brought to you by Radio Shack, Circuit City... And, uh, Blockbuster Video. Let's say Sears. And Bennigan's. <laughs> Bennigan's. Blockbuster. Wow. I mean, Sears, I don't know how they're hanging on, but. Uh, I'm dead. That, they're really not. They just. Geez. They're dead. They just don't know it yet. <laughs> oh, my God. Sears and Kmart. <laughs> Sears, the Republican Party of the department store. <laughs> wow. Or would it be the Republican Party? The Sears of political parties. There you go. That'll work, too. Okay. I like mine better. So I think that's it. So uh, cue the fade-in music. And uh, as always, thank you for joining us. See you next time. Good night.